what playground like activity yeah. were you attracted to? Um, I like to think where we would disappear into the house. I love What's your playground orientation? We're on the playground spectrum. Are you? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. You know how there was like a thing where you would like disappear into, and there would be like a thing you crawl through. <laughs> Why'd you be like, Connor? You were in a bunker for twelve years. <laughs> And then that man feeds you at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and does that even yeah, make we all remember the man. And sometimes you dream about him and you're like, is yeah. he real? Is he fake? Yeah. <laughs> Was he fundamentally good? <laughs> Next week, our Are guest is of Elizabeth Did he Smart. love me? <laughs> Did he love me? <laughs> hey, Nico. Hey, Con. I love you. I love you. No homo. A mm, little bit of homo for me. Just a little? Just a smidge. From two guys who were never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to boys club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I know I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. <laughs> Connor's like, what do boys eat? <laughs> My feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so good. It's so good to see you. I, I know. I feel like shirt. I haven't seen you in forever. <laughs> you said, I love your shirt. And then he gave me a look of disgust and I don't know what's on it. It's just a Brooklyn <laughs> Nets shirt. I thought it was the Mets until now. No, you know, I got it for free. Wait, I'm jealous. Why? Because I did that show for the Nets season ticket holders oh, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I gave some swag. I think they could have given you more. One of the shirt. sweatshirts kind of sucked, so I gave it to my brother. Shout That's out. Nice. <laughs> Wait, you're but I kept this because it clothes. Uh, what'd you say? You're giving every, you're like clothing everybody. I'm trying. Because you're giving me your old. Yes, I'm Soccer giving Connor shirts. some old shirts. This is interesting. Okay, anyway, did you see any boys clubs this week? My n- okay, well, I was thinking of a couple of different ones. I I think that one is um, one that I'm no longer in is people who watch the news. I'm I so no proud longer of watch you. The news, and now I watch Telling Sunset instead. And and you're glowing. And I, I feel way Absolutely happier. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on with Biden, but I know what's going on with Chriselle. And honestly, and that feels better. that feels more important. It feels better. That feels more important. I don't know what's happening in Russia, but I know a uh, lot about the value of a house <laughs> on the West Coast. <laughs> on Sunset Boulevard. Uh-huh. That's good. Wait, my boys club is tied to that. Oh. My boys club is um, is the ultimatum queer love. Oh, my God. How? Of course. And of everybody course. who's watching it and talking about it. We haven't recorded for two weeks. I know. We haven't recorded since we started watching. Okay. And it's fucking fantastic. I'll probably save it. Our guest has watched. Okay. I'll save it till our guest comes in. But Are that's you caught up? Fun. Our guest okay. is caught up. Our guest our guest is also, caught up. we have to every time someone plays by the rules, we like address how good they are at playing by the rules. And every time, because like you're like not talking, but if you were to like talk, we'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> so like we always address no matter what's happening. I also love that we were like our guest. All the listeners already know it's in the episode title. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so our, okay, so we'll we'll, we'll chat in a second. When we Do you think the boys in. at home when they hear the guest interject, they're like? The fuck? I think some. I think your dad's probably like, oh, like, they, they're they getting steamrolled again. I know, I know. Um, wait, what was my other one? Um, to do with ultimatum queer love. Which well, the the boys club, the larger boys club was I'm getting back into reality television because I'm watching that and I'm watching Kardashians right now. Kardashian season three is back and I'm fucking thrilled about it. I'm thrilled that you're thrilled and I'm glad that it brings you joy. And I think that if two people looked at the two of us, if someone looked at the two of us, they wouldn't expect that you are the one that's getting joy out of the Kardashians and not me. But I don't love this one. And this is what I have to say. I've been I've been trying to sell a lot of people on the Kardashians, people who are not social media or um, I'm an easy reality television people. And my biggest thing about it is I just think it's so it's it's fully Kardashian propaganda. It's produced yeah. by them. It's like fully what they and I love that because I'm like, what do they want us to know that's about? So that? That's funny. so fascinating. And also like. Kim Kardashian is the best at being a famous celebrity. Right. 
And it's just like awesome to watch somebody be the best at anything. You know well, what I mean? I love She's Kim. working. Well, I think I love Kim. I thought I loved but Kim. But we don't know. We're, we love the propaganda version of them. You want to know something? I think that since the last season I became a Swifty, and I wonder if that a little bit has altered my Your Kardashian? Of, uh-huh. Interesting, yeah. Well, I got to say, one thing I really like about this season is Kim was talking a lot about her relationship to her ex-husband, Kanye, and like how it relates to her kids and how she feels really pressured to like not break in front of the kids about any of this and like be very like and have to like kind of i don't know it was just really interesting it was very vulnerable and very interesting to hear obviously again coming from the propaganda machine but very interesting and then uh court no chloe got had a surrogacy baby somebody was her surrogate and was like and she was kind of like well it's kind of like i ordered something nine months ago and forgot about it and i was like that is so real because i'm sure a lot of people who undergo surrogacy maybe don't feel as connected and i don't know i think it probably depends but i think it's a totally. very realistic like I, pregnancy is hard no matter if you're the one any t- way you have a baby it's going to be a change and like yeah i don't think people talk enough about the pros and cons of motherhood and like the negative feelings associated with it and i thought it was cool that they were like we have a huge platform and we're going to talk about something that's hard wait can you cut the part where i said i don't like the kardashians i actually <laughs> do <laughs> no i think it's good to see right. I no, because i want to i want everybody to know that i convinced you yeah so no but you are in. right that it's like oh I've, that is one a really interesting thing that she said and two i've never yeah. heard anyone say that and that's like she's making people think and, and then good. and then kylie and kendall learned how to drive stick shift so everybody's kind of doing their thing yeah and i'm also like how does kendall know how to drive stick like who thought that's fascinating she's got a lot of fucking time and and she wants so desperately to be like the cool one well, it's I've, very like it's very like manufactured. Did you hear the part where, where Kendall said, "If if you crash this, you're gonna buy me a new car," mm-hmm. and I was like, "She is worth forty five times what you're worth." So like, totally, she, she might should. buy you a new car anyway. She like, should have bought the first one. I know <laughs> she's buying all the cars. This goes back to what we were talking about before. We were like, the difference. We are closer to any of the Kardashians that are worth a million dollars millions yeah. of dollars than they are to their sisters who are worth billions of dollars yeah which i think more needs to be out there because i don't think people understand how much billions are and the difference is owning a business it really is you've got to start a business you've got to start probably a, a restaurant <laughs> which they discussed. all are yes all um, businesses are restaurants so those are my boys clues for this week should we should we bring our guests in i think we should <laughs> Boys, our guest this week is an incredible stand-up comedian, and she's a writer for Saturday Night Live. She's also going to be featuring on our half-hour show on June 27th. Uh, Which is in at two Littlefield. weeks from now, when you're hearing when this. When you're hearing this, yes. Um, we're so excited to have her on the podcast. Please welcome August White. Woo! Hey, guys. Welcome. Hey. So oh you're, you're, watching August, uh, you're watching Ultimatum Queer Love. I am. And I said I was all caught up, but in the way where it's like I was on my phone while I was watching. For but sure, I for do sure. feel yeah. so viscerally, like intensely about this television yeah. program. Yeah. And we can all say it, Mal. Yeah. That, <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But literally, I will not rest until I know she's okay. (laughs) I I feel anguish about it. So that's what I'm starting with today is anguish. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I'm feeling, Jessie had a great tweet where she was like, I'm watching this like a sports game. I'm standing up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, I was like my dad. Like growing up, my dad used to stand an inch away from the television Mm -hmm. and just scream Mm -hmm. at the top of his lungs. Like one time he hurt himself and had to go to the hospital, didn't hear a sound from him. And then like his sports team lost uh, later at a later (laughs) date. And I Truly, I could feel the house. Wait, what was the team? Um, he is an LA guy. What's the uh, football? Um, the Rams. No, 
No, you, for real. Am it I is right? the Rams now. It used to be oh, the, maybe the Chargers. Okay. I, I wish explains. I could tell you, but I'm not even going to pretend that I can. Okay. Wait, I have this like weird thing with my memory where I don't actually really know anything, but like I remember words. Like I have, if I've seen something written out, I'll like probably remember it. So, like, yeah. LA Rams. Okay. Maybe it's Does the LA Rams. Sense? But they, I know they he moved went, recently. He went to USC. It might have been a college. Trojans. Trojans. There it is. Mm-hmm. It's Trojans. USC Trojans. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Big football team. But that's how I am being about totally. this show totally. and you need a reason to wake up in the morning i need a reason to wake up and also i think that like the two things that can motivate a person more than anything is like kind of anger that's not a big deal uh-huh. and also a crush that is not a big yes, deal I was hoping uh-huh. you were gonna say crush. and i believe uh-huh. that having anger that is not a big deal has truly like reinvigorated my life in such yeah. a profound way and yeah. i have anger about this show Wait, can we add those to our theor- list of theories because you have I a list think of that's theories? important. We have a list of theories. Our if list you're theories pissed like, or if you have a crush, I really think you're going to get whatever you need to get done. done. Yeah. When I see someone and who's like kind of down on their luck, I'll be like, you have to, like, you have one go. of two choices. Yes. You'd yes. get mad or fall in love. Or, <laughs> yeah. But not, in, you can't be seriously mad about something and you can't be seriously in love. Yeah. It, it has to like be kind of a, a silly crush. A yeah. silly thing. It can't leave. It can't come to fruition. Every yeah. time I've had a crush though, I'm, it's all I can think about all the time. I'm not getting, I'm mm. certainly not getting anything done. It definitely gives me like a zest for life and yes. a reason to wake up in the morning, but I'm not getting things done. I'm texting or thinking about them all the time. I do think in a way having that kind of like, you know, background music of the crush though mm-hmm. is accelerating things a little bit. Like yeah. the outfits are probably going to be True. a little bit more mm, uh-huh. delicious in some ways yeah. they might otherwise not be. Yeah. You know, you're like typing in a coffee shop and you're kind of seeing yourself from the outside, which just makes it easier <laughs> to, to live. I think. True. Okay. Okay. <laughs> IG stories are freaking hot. Yeah. yeah. Your IG stories are freaking hot. You're definitely. Man. You're definitely on your on your A game in terms of like yeah. the way you're presenting yourself. Okay. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree with that. Because it's kind of like when you walk down the street to a song mm-hmm. and all of a sudden everything's like a little bit like burnt sienna filter. Yeah. You're like yeah. really rocking a little bit. <laughs> Taylor Swift. I think he knows "Lover" 2019. That's the crush song. Do you know that song? I don't. I don't know a lot of the recent ones. Wait, I wish I did. Too. I feel like Please. that's like us. You're in your crush era. Yeah. The I think for me, Linger by the Cranberries. If I'm washing, walking down the street mm. to that, that song. That's the beginning. Wait, Not which even one the most was I singing? <laughs> I'm singing something else by the Cranberries. I was literally <laughs> singing. From the top. <laughs> I'm literally singing the first two beats of this song. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not it. Wait, what's the one that's like, Close on a... It oh, uh, dreams. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I was Never about. quite as it seems. Wait, I'm obsessed with the Yeah, with them. the cranberries. I yeah. didn't know they have all of the, like, you're on your A game, you're walking down the streets of New York, you're, like, pondering the past, the present, and the future. That's, okay. like, really the soundtrack of I'm that. I'm going to listen yeah. to that because I, that, that, I like all those things. It feels so good to walk down the Don't the cranberries sing Zombie, that song about the IRA bombings? Mm. I think so. Yes. They are Irish. Okay, I and Soul Cycle, they've so. been doing a cover of Zombie. Um, oh. No, Miley Cyrus's cover. They always oh, play it at Soul Cycle. And I'm like, this is cool, but like, I did think this was about a breakup. And now mm. we're like dancing in a workout class to this song about like the IRA bombings. And like, mm-hmm. that feels weird. Mm-hmm. Like, That's like when I thought Kyoto was upbeat. And then I was like, oh, this is a dark song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all I'll get tricked dark. by a beat every or time. Or like, oh, okay, this is a really bad one. Pumped Up Kicks. Mm-hmm. That's a classic one where you're mm-hmm. really is kind it about of. about gun violence? It is. Yeah. You're skipping down the street and it's crazy shit happening in yeah. those lyrics. Yeah, it really is. But you're like, wait, I just. Wait, it's really cycle. They did a mashup of Paper Planes because I thought of you. 
paper planes because well paper planes were like maybe canceled we're not sure oh mia oh, she MIA. got in trouble what did she say again i think it was something that was like yeah that is this bad. is like when people are like people getting canceled and it's like, i don't even remember what the <laughs> we fuck don't she remember said. why yeah. but we remember thinking totally valid <laughs> <laughs> yeah she yeah. said something nuts i don't remember what it was yeah. though yeah something with her that is so nice wrong. though when there's like no nuance to a take it's she like, might have yeah been, like, she was crazy something like kind of like weirdly anti-vax or something but mm. like in a really like kind of like okay well you pump the brakes mm-hmm, like well mm-hmm. that's how I feel about Elizabeth Holmes that it's like a little nuanced where people are like she's gotta mm. get out of jail and you're like is she first in line <laughs> to get out of jail? Is, of all the people that we need to <laughs> is get she first out in of line? Jail. That's a great it's take. Like, that's so funny. We just got legal, y'all. Yeah, I know. we got a lot of people who are in line to get out of jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Wait, should I be recording this or no? Um, you can if you want. Wait. We're we're recording on here too. Um, oh wait, I want to get back to Ultimate Nuclear Love. Okay. Yes. I feel like it's the first time I've ever been really. I mean, I just went off about how I'm invested in the Kardashians. I'm fascinated yeah. in it. I don't really care much about any of them. But, like, I'm emotionally, emotionally connected yes. to these people because I feel it's what I love about it is I feel like it's such an accurate representation of queerness. Mm-hmm. And I'm really enjoying that. I feel like yes. there's a lot, like, yes. I, you can feel, I don't know. And it's like, what, of course, if you're going to have a show where people are going to fall in love with three in three weeks, mm-hmm. why were the lesbians not the first iteration of this? Yeah, <sighs> that's my thing. It, it is so perfect because it's like it, it, this whole premise is perfectly suited to these Absolutely. lesbians. Like it's like, Absolutely. yeah, they're the ones who are going to give us what we want yeah. out of this show. It is. OK, so I am a lifelong bachelor and bachelorette watcher okay. i have wait me too dedicated my whole personality in the summers <laughs> to this show um the day before your guys's half hours is actually the premiere of candace's season wow wait, who who historically do you like of the bachelors and yeah. bachelorettes Okay, love Rachel, obviously, as an African-American. For those who can't see me, I am an African-American. A hot, normal person. Hot, normal, normal. smart. I also loved, like, there was this very real moment in her her season where she dumps the guy who she obviously should have stayed with. Like, so, Peter. Peter. So Peter was going to be a disappointment to her long term. I don't think that. And there's no way to know because of what transpired, right? Like, she was like. She's still with. Is his name she is Matt? with no with I, Brian. I want to say they're all the same. I know, I know Matt, Brian, Pat. The like boys. I know they give him such. They're all, all blah, the boys. They're so blah. But she breaks up with him, and it. She knows she's making the wrong decision, and she's crying really hard. And there's just this really funny shot of her <laughs> false eyelashes on no. the ground. <laughs> Like no. a few feet away, and I was like, that when they say reality television, yeah. they mean she cried so hard she had to take the falsies out, and yeah. that is yeah. so real. But anyway, I'm a lifelong fan, um, and so I love reality TV. And this though feels like I was saying more like reality, yes, where I'm like totally. these conversations are so subtly crazy in the way that like when you're on like a bad date with someone very rarely is it bad in a way that like the person at the table next to you knows it sucks yeah it's more like you're walking away and you're like wait was that person a fucking nutcase yeah and that's how i feel in these scenes yeah the show where i'm like oh you guys are crazy crazy you're crazy where you've been getting away with it for Mm -hmm. years what's really Mm -hmm. beautiful is that they filmed it a year and a half ago because i'm like you on my phone like googling what is this where are they i'm looking up their linkedin i know i'm on their linkedin the second we started watching i'm like connor's already got all of their information (laughs) all of their information you can really do a lot with the linkedin like well that's totally her because she's actually she's from scottsdale originally and then moved around a lot as a military kid yeah yeah Yeah. so and 
it was a year and a half ago. It was before mm-hmm. the straight season of Ultimate had even come out. <gasps> so like they didn't. I guess you. I mean, you're on know. TV. You know that you're on TV. Yeah. But like, I don't think that there was. And The Bachelor, like, it's so sensationalized. And these girls are like, we're going to be famous. We're going to be stars. Mm. We're going to fight. We're going to get Instagram followers. And I don't feel that with these people. I agree. Mm -mm. I think it's like they are living their lives. There's an earnestness to it. Super earnestness. And I also, like, like you were saying, like, I feel like we're kind of in an era now where it's like after one season of something, I feel like it's never going to be the same. Like, the original season of reality TV is going to be its best unless they find people who have, like, never seen the show. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. They have to go to a farm. Yeah. Queer Ultimatum Farm. Mm. Also, what I love about the show, speaking of how real it is, they're not... It's not like The Bachelor where they're like at the mansion where nobody else is. They're at like a public yeah. like Hyatt Inn in San Diego. Yeah. They have their There's friends. people in the background. They're seeing their friends. They have their Natasha. phones. They can yeah. DM each other. Dude, yeah. I fucking love the friends. The friends are amazing. That part of it <laughs> is really good. <laughs> that one friend of <laughs> was basically like, <laughs> was like, can I pause this to do this? ultimately a wellness check on you? Like, I'll do <laughs> Wait, whatever the camera that's the friend that should be to. the host. And I love yes. that girl from Reba. No, course. the host yes. is love bad. Her. The host <laughs> is bad. <laughs> I love Reba. I, I saw we this have hilarious a lot of weird tweet. I saw this hilarious tweet that was like, "Reba is the sound that plays in the background while your parents are getting divorced. <laughs> like it's like two to five p.m. and you finish your homework, but they're fighting, so you're just kind of like listening to a single girl, and you're just <laughs> rocking to it after school. Well, yeah. Yes, I I <laughs> I love the friend aspect of it. I think it's so smart to like. Because it's good to be able to see what these people's friends yes. and family react to this to be like, what the yes. fuck? Um, wait, there was somebody's friend who I loved too. Um, yeah. Is it Natasha? Mal's I loved friend. her. I think Mal's, Mal's friend was, was great. great. Yeah. Oh, I liked I liked Xander's friend too. Oh, I love she was like, she was thank like, God. Vanessa, yeah. is that her name? Mm-hmm, Vanessa mm-hmm. has has always been absolutely batshit yeah. bananas. Yeah. And this is like, I don't even care if this works out. I just care that you get out of a relationship yep. with her. And that was awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Vanessa's like a little Sydney Sweeney where she's like mm. smiling and she's like, I'm doing Oklahoma today. Or with that similar, <laughs> like, are you auditioning for fucking Oklahoma? <laughs> and she's like, kind of just holding it together i haven't partaken in in the euphoria of, of it all but i i do know what you're talking about yeah the memes. honestly euphoria at the end of the day is, is there memes. even gonna be another season i don't know yeah because they said cat is like voted off of it or something like yeah oh my i think it was a mutual ad. i who knows who knows but i do um my hot take about it and not a lot i was talking to a bunch of people the other night about this and not a lot of people agree with me but i think that tiff and mildred are meant for each other I think Tiff they're and Mildred. wonderful for each other. But what I think that I love when you say that is you're not saying that they're Tiff is good. like they're like very classically butch. One. Yes, yes. They're together. Yeah. I spent the and first Mildred was with Aussie. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And no, why? Mildred was with Sam. Oh, sorry, no, no. Mildred was with Aussie and, and Tiff was with Sam. Tiff, they switched. And I think Tiff and Sam had a blast. I think they were just like buddy yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah. Wait, can I say also what we're talking about ultimately in that particular configuration is the premise of the fabulous show Wife Swap. Do you yes. guys remember this? Yes. yes. Where that's what it was. It worked out because they were both with people who were kind of like, okay, admittedly, like I'm mainly just trying to make sure I love this person right. as opposed to like actually being horny for and someone the, else. And the trio on the other three couples did a full like s- yes, triple swap exactly. and that was when it got crazy. Wait, did wife swap ever lead to divorce? I don't know. It led to entertainment. I watched two sure. episodes of it the other day when I was... Uh, on YouTube? No, it was... I don't know. I was at an Airbnb in Charlotte, North Carolina with some mm. friends from college because we were there in town for my friend's wedding. Shout out my friend Aaron who got married. And um, we were watching... We just like were flipping through... This like Airbnb was like 
meant it was like it's just an airbnb it's like not somebody's house it's like it's like looks like everything is like very i think it's better that way i mm. agree i agree it, it just has like reinventing you know, crazy right yeah, exactly <laughs> it's like crazy font on the wall that's like <laughs> believe in yourself and just like yes. stupid shit like that um that one be amazing rainbow things knife like that painting mm-hmm. we all know the one yeah rainbow knife the like rain it's like a painting of like a, a city street at night and mm-hmm. there's like it's like looks like it's raining but it's like rainbow you know what i'm talking about if no. i pulled it up you know what it you is. would seen it uh, at first Sound i thought you were talking comments. about the one that's like science is real <laughs> Great people are nice. <laughs> oh, that's oh, like in this house we believe. Puns. Yeah, <laughs> in Black Lives and Matter. Gay people. Yeah, 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 yeah totally, <laughs> totally. Boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Okay, but continue. You were watching um, Wife Swap in this Airbnb. Was watching Wife Swap because we were just flipping through the channels that they had like all the streamers and stuff. We're like, oh, I guess, mm-hmm. we'll, but none of them worked. And then we, <laughs> we watched Wife Swap on something, mm-hmm. and we watched Celebrity Wife Swap. I was hoping it was going to lead this to this. And one of them it. was with. Um, Oh, what was her name? Uh, she's a former mob boss wife, and she lives in Staten Island. Her house is teal. Kelly Benson. And she, like, has smoked her whole life, so now she sounds like this. Oh, dream, dream. <laughs> and it's awesome. And then She's got the, the biggest boobs you've ever seen. Oh is mob wife something we're supposed to be engaging with? Um, probably not anymore. I do remember <laughs> that show. There was such a wives kind of time yeah. in television there yeah. was like basketball yes. wives mm-hmm. wife swap mm-hmm. mob wives um i think that's the extent of the wife but material but that's a lot Far- a farmer lot. wants a wife is out now wait i want oh, a yes. show about boys <laughs> oh you oh, know what we don't yeah have that's a what show this about. podcast is about <laughs> wait do not have we don't have boys. a show about like what do guys do is Dude, that dumb what are you talking God. about it's true <laughs> literally let me tell you something when this writer strike is over you take that sentence alone you walk (laughs) into any office in hollywood they're gonna pull down your pants and they're gonna offer you a million dollars honestly i would do anything for a million (laughs) dollars i would do anything for ten thousand dollars wait actually i think what i just was describing was actually called entourage yeah yes yeah for sure there's so many boy shows there was one show i used to love called men at work do you guys remember Mm -hmm. this i never saw that one it was on tbs and like anytime a new show is coming out on TBS, I don't know why. Like I was the first to know that I was like the <laughs> front lines of TBS in like yeah. the 2010s. But there was a show called Men at Work, and it was literally just like a bunch of guys like working. They didn't really have was much it reality. Plot. No, it was like a scripted comedy show, and they would just like come in and be like, "My girlfriend," and every and the laugh track gets fucking slammed. After <laughs> there was that one show on TBS. It was that girl who likes sports. And she had all the mm. friends that were boys. Do you remember this show? Mm. No, uh, I don't. But okay, there was also part, Big right. Bang Theory. That's pretty that's, boy that's heavy. That's pretty boy heavy. She's only that in it because one TBS. of them has a crush. Yeah. 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 She's just a love interest. Yeah. Who's like a failing actress with her own apartment. <laughs> I I do. Okay, there's <laughs> this one reality show <laughs> yeah. that was literally, uh, it was really boring, but in a good way. It mm-hmm. was about an ad agency. And it would mm. just be like, this is, it was called The Pitch. And we watched it in... <sighs> I was a PR major for like a, a year. I didn't finish it, but like, <laughs> and it was like in a PR class, and we it was like, this is an ad agency, and they're gonna pitch to Nike, and it was just like watching them like work on it, mm. and it was like, oh, this is like real, and then that was really lovely, and I wish more reality shows, which is like Queer Ultimatum, except for the fact where they like put them in those houses where they have to like yeah sw- switch partners, were more just like this is like a slice of life. I just yeah. want a slice of life. 
that what you're looking for, I think, is like a Food Network energy in a reality yeah. TV show. I think that's a vlog. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, you, you need to go on YouTube. I think you're just looking for <laughs> vloggers. <laughs> what I do in a day. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, get ready with me. I I yeah. do think. Well, okay, a few other things about Ultimatum. I, one thing yes. I like about it is that I think it's like it. I feel like some reality TV right now is a little bit like. I think people are too aware of the fact that they're on TV, which probably mm-hmm. is a good thing because I'm sure people were exploited in the past and like cut up to make them seem crazy. But um, mm. I think some of it gets a little bit sterile sometimes because people are being yes. too like buttoned up about their yeah. the way they're talking to each other. Yeah. And I feel like this one it's has dialed that. up the crazy in a good way. It's like yes. bringing us back to like how reality TV was and should be, in my yes. opinion. Yeah. And it is so sexy. It's real. Oh, like, yeah. So much sex. They in it. have the like the like night vision yeah. camera, and it's just like we're seeing a, full ass at you're times. You're seeing ass, and also though you're seeing like nothing, but just hearing kind of a little yeah. a little podcast. And you're and you're watching. You're seeing the movements. Yeah. And under the sheets, it's yeah. crazy. And you just get like a little sound bite that's so bizarre. That's like okay, more of that. Yeah. And then it goes, <laughs> and then it keeps going. Ultimatum. <laughs> more of what? You're so scared. We both said that I think is true. I'm sad now, but not sad, but I, at first I was like, oh, I want there to be a gay male version of this for my, mm. for my friends. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of any of my friends that just came out for me. Mm-hmm. And, but then I was like, actually, you're right that like, this is the community who this format is perfect, perfect. for. It wouldn't work for gay men. Like, I don't think gay men would. I, we would have to find very specifically like monogamous gay men yeah. who are in long-term relationships. Yeah. Even then, I feel like it's it, not and really it culturally. The community. No, it would, people would be like, yes. what are you guys doing? Now, here, here's my theory, though. I do think that, I don't know if it would work as well for gay men. I know it's working for this group of mm-hmm. queer women. Mm-hmm. But I think what you were telling me about how the fact that it was like, shot or like filmed a year and a half ago so we have to imagine that they submit for casting well before that right which means that thing that was inside all of us during the pandemic is still a little (laughs) bit more alive in them so i'm like anyone who still has that feeling of like you're deep in it you haven't seen anyone in a really long time and you're like yeah i would have a trial wife if i could come home to a single living person who isn't the person i've seen for six months every single day you could i would do it and i feel like they probably what was that like that's 2021 we haven't even really bitten into the omicron of it all so i'm sure they're like yeah having that little bit of crazy that i think that's a good point that's a a really good point you're right because some of those might literally be covid relationships those are probably some of them are like we've been together for four years okay what was four years ago 2019 so, half, of their, time so is COVID. half their time is COVID. They're like, I'm sick of this woman. We bought into it because we all thought we were going to die. Unfortunately, neither of us did. And now we have <laughs> to know. fucking be married like this. I know yeah. her parents. I don't like them. I'm pretending to like them. Oh so give God. me a trial they wife. keep living in San Diego. And it's part <laughs> of it. Wait, it's I also am obsessed with the fact that it's in San Diego. I'm like, what city like, are going to pick next? <laughs> like Cleveland, here we come. Cleveland. It needs to only be like, like mid-sized cities lesbians that is who we're looking for yeah i also love when tiff freaks out about the dog i thought that was so fucking funny wait refresh my memory (laughs) that also happened that we never returned to it and i was like this isn't tiff gets mad about um uh, wants the the dog to sleep on the bed with her and sam and then is like um and then Sam's like, uh, okay, maybe, but I don't know if I want the dog on the bed. And then Tiff is like, I don't understand why you don't love my dog. And it's like, <laughs> you just met this woman. <laughs> I just met you. 
<laughs> oh my god. It's so good. It's so I'm good. So like it's powerful as hell. Are you a dog person? Yes, but I am also a cat person. But if I were to get one for myself, I think it'd be a dog. That's beautiful. Okay. I'm like I think that I'm not good at either. And mm. I think you would like a cat. No. I think you would like, I think you would because here's my theory also about whenever you have a, a pair of two people that really rock together, one is the cat and one is the dog. Oh fuck. Meow. And I think you might be the cat. I think you might we be the cat. We actually have already remember I said that you had cat energy. I like many, many Months years ago. ago yeah i do have cat energy I think you might, and, I think and you, you do have really, dog energy. <laughs> you would really respond to the right cat I think. yeah i think you would too if the cat had your personality you'd fucking love that thing mm-hmm. yeah that's probably true <laughs> i think that i suss out are you a cat person like a cat personality i think i'm a cat yeah i think a cat is a nice a cat, you are, you have a little cat in you and the little cat in you is the part that's kind of like what's this gonna be and like there's kind of like you <laughs> suss out wait also can i take that back you take it because back. i think i think i'm actually a dog but I think that in some situations I can like be cat. It's like I have like a cat moon mm-hmm. and I'm a I'm burst. Yeah, exactly. I'm side. I would listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, wait, did you know what side was before I explained it? No, but I loved it. We're teaching people. You're literally like proselytizing me. I love it. Yeah. Wait, you're evangelizing so me. This. Yeah. Gay boys, <laughs> we don't have to be doing this anymore. Boys, boys, I want you to eat dinner. I you guys are sponsored by being a side. Yeah. Connor's trying to end being bottoms side. for good. End, end it. And inshallah, you do. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, it is nice to kind of like spread the word. I feel like um, there's not a lot of us. There's not enough of us. And all the other ones I've met have been weird. And mm, <laughs> mm, speak on it. We got to expand your pool. Yeah. To expand it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, should we start asking our questions? What's a boys club that you are <laughs> not a part of? Okay. A boys club I'm not a part of. Let me just like. Okay. I want to make sure I answer this question right. You can't answer it wrong. Okay. I um, am not a part of the fishing boys club. Yeah. And I would love to be. That's my answer to that. I was at the park. I was up in Harlem at the park the other day and there was like this little boy fishing and like all of his friends and they were like maybe 12 or 13 and they're all fishing and then they're like catching the fish and like absolutely freaking out (laughs) basically like really you can tell they all like wanted to kiss about it but then they just did it and they would throw the fish back and they would be like telling each other what kinds of fish they were. That's really cute. And then spotting other fish and they were really excited about it and i was like would give it all up to do what they're doing right now i don't know how to fish i think i have too much of an anxious energy to succeed at that because i think the fish would like sense it from above the surface they'd feel it reverberating through the water yeah and i talk too much so i feel like i would be like (laughs) saying a lot and they're like well i haven't caught anything in two hours because you won't shut up girl that's why there's no fish (laughs) that's the thing that sucks about fishing is that you have to be quiet you have to be quiet oh wait i didn't even know that you got to be real quiet that's why i want to do it it feels meditative you can't spook them yes it's a very meditative practice oh. and i just loved the boys like getting really really quiet when like they were getting the fish don't and they'd get talk it on someone's and then back they'd swing scream. <laughs> <laughs> boys love to say that that's so, so there's a fish version of that don't yeah yeah exactly don't but then you get the to freak out when you get the fish i love that oh yeah i can hear it plop and it goes plop, plop. Yeah, I remember my dad. He used to get bait, and it was just mm-hmm. this gross, bloody thing. But there's like worms kinds of bait. There's kinds of I think they're called lures, mm-hmm. and they're like very colorful. They're like 
yeah, they like have these pride cool, themed. Yeah, because yeah. they like <laughs> they love they, they're really colorful, fish. so they attract the fish. Yes, they oh. look like they go uh, in the water. They another look... smaller fish that mm-hmm. the fish might be able to kill and eat for itself. But turns out there's like a twelve year old. And they got in, your ass. And they got your ass, and they're freaking out. And it was like the coolest thing ever. You guys gotta go to this park. And I really want to go. It was. I don't remember anything's name. <laughs> wait, so you said you watched reality TV? This is gonna be relevant. Yes, Did you watched Survivor. I did not, but wait. It's my buddy showed me recently the episode of Survivor during the season where the teams were segregated by race. <laughs> Have you seen this? We, I've never it's seen Survivor amazing. Race Wars, but it is the kind of the most infamous season. I it think. is amazing. Yeah, like we don't need to bring segregation back, right? Obviously, yeah. but I liked that. And like George season. Bush was president. It was like yeah, it was. It was a wild time. It was also a time when it was like things would kind of be lost to the ether. You could have an episode of television that was crazy and deeply problematic, and like it would be so hard. You never yes. see it again. Wait, that's so, no one. It has wasn't said like that. on Netflix. You, you know, you could just set. be like, "The we're gonna put the black people in this different boat." Wait, you're so right. And then sometimes someone on TikTok, some girl yes, went out in Indiana, Alabama, in the middle of the country where she has time, she's like, finds it. And yeah. then it's like, remember when this happened? Yes. And then it goes viral. Maybe yes. that's what we should all be doing in our off time. Yes. Scouring there's, the database. <laughs> wait, there's also like, the, uh, there's another comedian whose name I'm, I'm not remembering, but he does this amazing bit about how there was this show. I want to say it's called Kid Island, but it's oh, not Kid that. Kid Nation. Kid Nation. Because it was on after kids, the Amazing like, Race. Pick between like life-saving resources and yeah. a pizza party. Oh, and God. And it was the coolest thing in the world. But yeah, you can't do that anymore. I you can't know. Do it. And I remember thinking, why don't my parents allow me to apply <laughs> for things like this? Yeah, why don't They're I get to be on Kid Nation? Yeah. I got to go to an all-boys Catholic school. Yeah. <laughs> like a normie. Survivor, though. If you know how to yes. fish on Survivor, they will not vote you off. You will really make I want. I want a life skill mm. like that also. I just think it's like, yeah. I really. First of all, I'm like, I want to know how to do that. I think it'd be yeah. so cool to like have people be like hey where were you and i'm like fishing like how <laughs> that would be baller such a twist. is that yeah. energy fishing period no more questions i'm gone we're like sorry I i'm late i was fishing yeah last week that is nice. when we were um we went to the beach on uh, memorial day and it was so fucking windy it was actually mm. we left the beach we went to the beach <laughs> it was so windy the sand was whipping at us no. in a way that we were like we're not going <laughs> to be able to enjoy this it. even a little bit no food like we started taking food out and it was just like sand sand i sand. love that so anyway we we're leaving and all these guys were fishing on like the one of the piers and i was mm-hmm. like those lures have to be just like they're yeah. gonna get somebody in the eye because yeah. they yeah i guess it is dangerous to probably fish you gotta really windy. be you gotta make sure nobody's around when you're casting because if it yeah somebody but any, it is so really. beautiful watching that. the like it looks like a kite mm-hmm. like watching the lure go goes, in the sky it's like <laughs> i'm picturing us fishing water. and we have like the quietest, lightest little yes. music box, and it's playing snow on the beach. Weird, but fucking beautiful. That's our fishing song. I love that. Is that Taylor Swift? Wait. Of course. <laughs> I feel like you would love that song. <laughs> no, I do like it. Do the fish. Oh. That's the question. That's I don't the think, question. I don't think the fish think will. To play what music. song are you playing to attract the fish? You know what I mean? Oh, good question. Mm. Mm. Karma is a cat. <laughs> okay, um, we're getting further from it. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the right one. I'm trying to think of like a <laughs> good. They, I, they would like, song. you know, they were like Enya. Who can oh, say yes. where the road That's what it is. That's the diagram fishies. of the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Enya wants t- you to come. Wait, that is. I, okay, so I, this one time, my dad had an iPod and I didn't have one. Away. So, so, oh my God. Orinoco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he like let me pick 20 songs to put on his iPod. He, by the way, has a Whoa. shuffle. The last shuffle, it still works. And I'm really worried yes. that it's not. Good. Little one? 
Yeah. I love no that. screen. Yeah. Good for him. How That's does he awesome. have that? They don't make them anymore. <laughs> He's had it forever. He's keeping it. And it looks He's keeping new. Apple and in it business. Cl- it clips, right? Yeah. For, for renting. And mm-hmm. you've seen my laptop. My dad, the guy that theoretically contributed to me, has a shuffle. Theoretically contributed to you. <laughs> I crazy. love that. But he let me to put 20 songs on his iPod mm. like years ago. And mm. I, one of them was Only Time by Any. And I was in like seventh grade. And I just, I think I was. That was big then. I remember having sleepovers yeah. and we made a dance to that. And that was like a huge. <gasps> oh my God. Moment. It was like, I what is this song? Making <laughs> dances. Like, yeah. I feel like when there's a lull in a conversation as an adult, it's like, yeah, so I work. But when there was a lull in a conversation at a sleepover, should we make a dance? Yep. Should we do a play? And if we're doing a play, yeah. can my character have their parents be dead? And maybe <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, yeah. That was the energy. I that's still really when I see like a foyer or a landing in a house, like a landing, really. I'm like, <laughs> we would have done a play there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we would have yeah. done, done, awesome done a play. play. Can I tell you, like, when I was growing up, my cousins and I we used to love doing plays, but we were being raised in like a very, very conservative religious context. So like in the end, there was <laughs> always a crucifixion. <laughs> there was always no way. There the was rising always action. someone being wow. like, I guess if I'm like, I guess it's like kind of Pontius Pilate is basically <laughs> what your character is doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> All the plays are in a way the, the it's crucifixion. Down like, to the crucifixion. That's so fucking funny. I always. was Pontius Pilate in my eighth grade play. Were, what what was the play? What was well, it? every year the eighth graders put on a reenactment of the crucifixion, and there were mm-hmm. two types that it could be, like two themes, and it was either dramatic or funny. Wait, have I ever told you this? <laughs> this is actually I think about this all the time. And it was either like normal setting, like biblical true to time, or the it's other. It's 1985. <laughs> the other one was glow in the dark. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Say glow in the dark? so much more. And it was only like once every four years. <laughs> Wait, wait, okay, I'm sorry. Can I just ask you to clarify? <laughs> everybody had glow in the dark stuff on. <laughs> like glow sticks and like neon. We only saw her hands. <laughs> what is this? We wait what till we show up and you'd like sit in the like like no. the church, but it would be pitch black. And then on the altar, it would be like, Jesus. <laughs> and you just see their glowing hands. Oh my god! That is so fucking funny. Such two (laughs) distinctly different options. None of the options are like this one is a musical. This one is it's like normal or it's either normal because that's when they had like America's Got Talent had those like dancers who would be like like it was like let's do our version of that. Let's do the crucifixion, but that did you guys have those people in your high school who did those like light things? They were like light dancers. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? People used to like put lights on the ends of strings and they would like swing them around and the path of the light was visible so it would look like shapes like circle star exclamation point like dollar sign and they would be doing it at like talent shows and stuff glow in the dark was a real moment yeah and clearly you guys were living it via christ I was yeah, so oh my god that we would and also since I have weird body issues that was Rock the only time where they didn't have Jesus and the two robbers getting stripped. Oh so my I was god. Like, that's it's two birds of one stone. Wait, that's so stone. interesting. Yeah. I was recently thinking about how there was like a little bit of nudity at, at like these like Jesus plays that we used to have to go to. Yeah. yeah. I remember when Child I was Child nudity no like, less. Yeah. Yeah. Michael kind Alberger. of in line with the church. 
Michael Arbiter had to take his shirt off, and they forget who the robbers were. Wait, so the robbers? Was your year was not glow in the dark? No, it was normal. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> the glow in the dark. Because I don't think you would have been able to give Pontius Pilate what you needed if it was a glow in the dark. I, I agree. I don't think I that's agree. your medium. It's just limited. Yeah. It's very limiting. Yeah. It was normal. There was like there were like four sopranos that got like that sang songs on the side. Oh and it was God. that is so fucking funny. That's yeah, awesome. and like our parents maybe came, but it was in the middle of the mm-hmm. day, so like my mom didn't. <laughs> but like <laughs> other people's parents, it's the middle of the day. Turn all the lights off. The stained glass <laughs> is having light come through, but don't don't ignore it. <laughs> and it was a half day. We always said half days, For which, I, which yeah. I now think is ignorant. I now think half days are disrespectful. Why would you ever say that? I think, oh, here's why. <laughs> Let us stay home. We're not, why do we need to do that? Like, we're, to come in, we're not going to come in for a fondue fountain. Like, interesting. It was always like, it's a half day and nothing's getting done. Yeah. Like, why are we We didn't we even go even? to class. It was a half day it's and we like went to e- a play. Or like, have us stay the whole day and have us get picked up at normal time. <laughs> and just do fun activities all day, I guess. I know. Fun I, activities, though. But to me, it's like half the anticipation. Exactly. Feral energy. It's like you get the feeling of weekend without it actually being that. Like you just get like it. You get to feel like, and and I'm approaching a release. Speaking of things that'll get you out of bed, like we were talking about earlier, nothing will get you out of bed like a half day. Nothing gets you out of bed like a half day. It's like just we're gonna go and then we're gonna stop and then and then and then like also the like reality is like okay we're going home early. What playground are we going to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. For us, we would go to Palisades Pizza. And then go to like this one huge crazy playground where they had recently installed a supernova. Probably more kids in my town broke their arms. Wait, what is a supernova? Oh my God. Can we Google it? Yes. A supernova is like this rotating disc that's on an angle. Don't need to Google it. So when you stand on one end you move the disc like if you stand at the top oh, and you move it and it goes super fast yes. and you spin and spin but also you can get a bunch you can put take turns and some people sit on it and the other kids move it like the guys in Les Mis you know at the beginning mm-hmm. when they're oh, like yeah. all pulling the ship uh-huh. they're like shoving it uh-huh. into a, exactly look down they look all down. kind of like Jean Valjean the wheel and then it goes super super fast and this then you thing? fly off it yes it's yes wait can I see it can I see it closer? That's not what we. It's had. kind of like a like a merry-go-round. Uh, yes, kind of like a merry-go-round, kind of like a little carousel, oh, but faster, yeah. better, more awesome. Wow. And people were breaking their arms on that Dude. thing. Half day, the line is around the block. We had a crazy. A yeah. My grandparents lived really close to an elementary school that my aunt worked at, and so we would be able to go like when it was closed. When we were there for Thanksgiving. We would like have access to it because my aunt had a key. Oh my god! And so full reign of the pro- of the yes. playground and they had a one of those big like steel like metal like merry-go-rounds and my dad and my uncle would just get that thing whipping and yeah we'd be like, yes and you're flying <laughs> you're fucking fucking flying yeah yeah those things are dangerous yeah. see i can't believe Remember they were when I said code. i was like kind of cat like mm-hmm. that's mm. the kind of thing where i'd be like mm, you didn't do it i will not be engaging with this yeah <laughs> yeah you're gonna be on the swings and i'll be a, uh, well okay i loved this well i didn't at the time but i love the swings in general like i love swings mm, what I love the swings. what were you what playground like activity yeah. were you attracted to um i liked the thing where we would disappear into the house what's your playground orientation we're on the playground spectrum are you yeah are you? yeah you know how there was like a thing where you would like disappear into and there would be like a thing you crawl through <laughs> why'd you be like Connor, you were in a bunker for 12 years <laughs> and then that man feeds you at the end <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's not even yeah, we all remember the man. And sometimes you dream about him, and you're like, is yeah. he real? Is he fake? Yeah. <laughs> Was he fundamentally good? <laughs> Next week, our guest is Elizabeth Did he Smart. love me? <laughs> Did he love me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you remember the thing like on wood chips, and it was like a castle, and you would just kind of like disappear? There'd be yeah. Like, anything Are where you there was like about a jungle gym. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I so cannot kind of the, believe the main like, structure kind of, of the gym, playground. But one could disappear inside of it as though one was in a jungle, <laughs> right? Right. And <laughs> that's a jungle gym. Anything to me that was like a makeshift. <laughs> Space. I was like, okay, we're yeah, in business. Like yeah, a fort. Obsessed with that. Yeah. Oh, a okay. fort. Totally. 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 I love fort. The idea so of much. an igloo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had an igloo. Yeah. Well, I had an idea. <laughs> you had the idea I never, of an igloo. I kind of like when snow would create some sort of structure. Sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was never sound. We used to get. I don't even know why we would get these to my house, but when I was a kid, we would get these like magazines of like playgrounds. And it was like it was like a catalog. Oh yes, like backyard stuff that yeah. you could build. And yeah. it would start with like the pretty simple, like here's the one with just a slide and some swings, mm-hmm. and then they yeah. would get more and more elaborate as they get like went through. And like the last ones were like probably meant for like a school, and it was like the most insane things. So we would be like, yeah. "Can we please get this?" And my parents were like, "Where would it go? <laughs> what are we Where would do it go?" Your dad's like, "Here's a soccer ball. Go outside." <laughs> Thank God. And here we are today. Yeah. And here the, I are. think that I'm a little. The word's not conservative. But I'm a little like um, crotchety old man. It's like just get a ball. I think that <laughs> I would... feel that same way. Yeah, yeah. use your imagination. Yeah, yeah. Put on a just play. go out there. Put on kick a play. Something around. Put, put on a play. Put on the crucifixion for your family. <laughs> put on the crucifixion. <laughs> just make make believe. I think that about because you mentioned um, the beginning of Les Mis, and when I was in Les yes. Mis in tenth grade, our <gasps> everyone's dads except for my dad came in. Yeah. Would I have to ask you? You were in that? No, but like, did they say what it what like? In tenth grade, yeah. were you guys it's a aware? Intense, it's really a pretty intense, intense show. Well, I do think that, like, for sure, no. I don't think anyone had the range. I don't yeah. mean vocally. I mean emotionally. Someone would be like, for sure. I'm about to have my tooth pulled out so yes. I can feed my daughter. Literally. You know? Wait, it's, it's gonna be such a dark. Because what's her face was no, in I it? Love no, it. I love it. Too. Anne Hathaway. Somebody Annie. played Anne Hathaway's role. Yeah. Somebody had to be. Wait, that. Oh God. What's Is she name? okay? Fontaine. Okay. Well, I dreamed a dream. Oh, dear. You better tell her. Don't name her though. I ran. Be your manager. She's doing great. Oh fuck! My dad's gonna listen to this. I don't care. <laughs> don't cut this. She's doing great. I ran into her. She's engaged. She's bought a house, but she told me that she bought a house in this way that was delivered as an apology. And I was like, "Girl, it's amazing that you bought a house." Good for you. But then I was like, "Oh, we put her on such a pedestal in tenth grade." that nothing that she did was going to live up to that. <laughs> and I, wait, I've told oh, you this theory girl. about theater kids. Yeah. I think theater kids are the most fucked up of any of us. Interesting. Because theater kids, I think you're like, I know a lot of fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but most of them did do theater. I think theater or kids. Or worse, had to be in the crew. Oh, see, okay. Dun, dun, like the stage dun, manager. Dun, I tried. Dun, yeah, 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 yeah. Those people are really <laughs> nice to me. And I'm like, yeah, queer women are really nice to you. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Nice to you. Oh, you mean lesbians? Yeah, they're yeah. great. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, music theater people. I think that they we treated them with such, like, they were the stars of the town. Mm. And then they go to school, theater school, where they're still the stars of the town. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's like, is he angry or a mad genius? And it's like, mm. I don't know which one I am either. But And then you <laughs> move out to New York and they're like, they're like, There's what, so you mean I have to get a you. job and audition? There's 4,000 of me? And then they can't hang. Whereas when you're a comedian, you've always been a fucking loser. Dude. Okay, yes. Wait. Oh, my God. I have been saying something very similar. Yes. 
which is that well this We're is social like social scientists we are literally social scientists yeah first of all i so agree and i think there's also something that like is just like a thing that we all have to like realize exists in this world and will never not be there that fucks you up as a theater kid and then pursues you and haunts you for the rest of your life i felt this way watching Pursues a little mermaid it pursues and haunts <laughs> you the new one the new one and here's what happened they gave it? eric a little number and you know what i thought what's a number a song they um, gave him a, mm, so are you a theater kid or what <laughs> no so I'm eric just sings a number. <laughs> eric sings and i thought you meant a dress <laughs> that would be fucking about, awesome remember in the parrot about eric's eric's little, numbers, little number remember when <laughs> martin says to, to natasha richardson who died how about this little number oh my god yeah she did wait rip but um, he sings, and I was like, "Why is my body having a reaction?" I was not a theater kid, but I was—I witnessed this injustice carried out time and time again. Why is my body reacting to this song in this way? And it was because this man, to me, sorry, buddy, what happens when not enough boys try out for the play? Mm. They say to the football boys, "You can get credit if you do the play." Yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden. The big number, the climactic tenor thing, sounds like pots and pans <laughs> being thrown down a staircase because not enough boys went out for the fucking play. And now I'm over here as a soprano and alto. I'm working on my craft. I'm honing it. I'm living as my character yes. in classes, annoying everyone. And this man who limps everywhere because he tore his ACL two years ago and now it's his identity yeah. is singing the most important number in a chorus line. And all oh of us are God. sitting here fucking suffering <laughs> we're suffering and it's affecting our mental health oh because God. now when i see someone like that mm -hmm. even sometimes i'll see like a comedian and i'm like oh they treated you like you were special because there weren't enough boys in the play yeah, yeah it is true like to be like oh I was wait you just play. painted such a picture and <laughs> that was unlocked something for me that i didn't know i was please, feeling so thank you please. i want us so to be liberated true. by our collective outrage yes. at people being invited to the audition for the thing that you've been like fighting with your friends about a little bit i'm gonna bit. say something fucked up please. and this is to all the high school theater directors out there that listen to this podcast please <laughs> one you're doing an okay job. <laughs> Relax. It's okay. Yes. No one's, life and death. No one's dreams have come true. Yeah. Totally. No one's you're dreams fine. have come true. You've you're got fine. time. Yeah. And then two, don't be afraid to do gender blind casting. That, yes. And you know what? That's like, just like, fucking put a girl it. in the role. Like, do it. Who God. fucking cares? It's, yeah. it's, it's a it's cares. make believe. Yeah. It's so true. Like in retrospect, yeah. like we had, we really it's had some fake. pretty rough guys up there. Because you couldn't grapevine out of a fucking paper bag. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me, we did tap musicals and the only people <gasps> oh, in tap shoes were the God. girls in the front and, and then, then everyone else, were soft everyone shoe. else is everyone literally was faking it. Soft shoe. Faking it. And those poor girls talk about medicated. Yeah. Check in. Check in today. And they were working. They were working. eight of them. Yeah. Do you want me to name all of them? I won't. No, because then we'll have to cut it. Um, <laughs> the you're so right because like it, it's like if the, I think it always is like oh it'll be distracting or won't, mm -hmm. whatever and it's like what will be more distracting than a gender bent version of this because one that's stupid and not it's distracting. So stupid. What would be more distracting is the linebacker who can't <laughs> sing. Yes, who literally you're like and you're everybody's like just praying he gets through it alive. And like, I'm sure I wasn't in any of the um I like didn't do theater in high school or anything, mm -hmm. so you guys probably can speak to this more than I can, but I would imagine that they would come into it with like not the level of seriousness that it deserves from the people who yeah. are invested. And it's like if these people showed up on your football team and didn't give a fuck, you would fucking yeah. lose it. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like very 
disrespectful to show up and like not care and then also be given like such a huge part such a huge part wait i just remembered i did i played trombone for a year because my mom wanted to go to the chorus to the band concert she wanted to go to the band she like really wanted to she was like i love the band concert you gotta Mm. do band that's awesome i'll suffer for a year and get beat up. No, I'm kidding. No, never beat me up. <laughs> never in my whole life. But I did. I played the trombone. And then at the trombone concert, well, there are other instruments, the band concert, <laughs> the, the guy that was leading us was like, and I just so you know, we've got, oh, no, this was the chorus concert. There were so many fucking concerts. When do we do homework? And then at the chorus concert, <laughs> mm-hmm. he was like, you know, some of these kids play sports. Some of these kids. Oh, my God. Like, but what he's saying is, I know what you're thinking. You're like, look at them faggots. Like, <laughs> I want you to know that some of them are sports. And that sport <laughs> is cross country. Don't ask any more questions. Boys run. They run. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And I remember in high school thinking that sucks because I don't. And you're kind of like, there's like you're. It's like you're saying. Yeah. Some of these guys are in the play too. Yeah. Actually, yeah. gender in high school. Oh my god. Yeah. They just they don't know what they're doing. These teachers when they say these things to you. Like I remember mm-hmm. when I was in middle school, I was in. I'm if I'm extremely competitive about things that do not matter or have any material significance to anyone's existence but it's okay <laughs> and i've been like this my entire life we were in the fucking handbell choir right <gasps> and there is a range how, of handbells yes yeah there's a range of handbells there's the really little tiny like super high-pitched ones and then okay. there's the very big ones did you go to and i had school i did okay go on and i had a handbell choir instructor who loved this woman but she separated us. She was like, okay, girls, like go over there to the little bells and, and big old boys go over there to the big bells. Uh, Why am I <laughs> literally so grandstanding during handbell practice mm-hmm. about wanting to use these ginormous bells? And guess what? The song sounded really bad because I wasn't strong enough to use those bells. My body could not <laughs> do what they needed to be done for the bells. Binary doesn't exist except for a handbell choir. Like, fuck you for thinking I can't ring this mm-hmm. fucking bass ass bell. I'm gonna do it. And when we played the fight song, it sounded bad. <laughs> Wait, but I really hell. I was like so but angry. It was like I wanted I wanted it to just not be so obvious that yeah. they just like immediately assumed that certain people were capable of things that others weren't. Yeah. It pissed me off. Yeah. And well, it still I think does that clearly. A man who's like kind of not strong. Mm. I am not I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm ch- it's chill. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it is where we're like hey, I but growing up, remember when Jesse fell at our show? I saw that on club Jesse. Yes. I saw it. And I think growing up really there's cool. this idea that's like, oh, the man's got a help get involved save somebody pick somebody up and it's like oh mm. i'm a cat <laughs> oh sorry did they not tell you i'm a cat I, me, did not tell you meow <laughs> i'm gonna be oh sorry out. per it was yeah. really yeah. funny when you got up afterwards to inter- the, introduce like the next comic and you were like when that woman fell <laughs> were you watching me <laughs> it felt that way it was like all eyes are on me all eyes on me well it's hard in club coming to not feel like people are also watching you watch the performers yeah which is maybe like self-indulgent but I'm also like we are standing no. next to the stage it's not self-indulgent <laughs> what I love about that performing in club coming on boys club specifically shout out yeah fucking perfect ass show it's so thank awesome you. thank you it's literally so fun and the best part about it is that you know like when you bowl with bumpers yeah <laughs> That's what it feels like performing <laughs> there. Yeah. So because funny. you have all your friends on yeah. either side and they're looking at you and they're like, you go ahead, girl. Yeah. And so you can just feel <laughs> so better about it. You're going to get the laughs from us. <laughs> you're going to get least. it. Yeah. You're going to get it. And it's going to radiate back yeah. to the Wait, back of the room. I don't know like what country bowling. this is. There's a country that brings 
it's going to be, I, I, well, no, I'm definitely not offensive unless it is. Um, <laughs> there's a culture <laughs> that has people come cry at funerals. Oh, Keening, the Irish. It feels like that oh. is. Um, and the Turkish and the Greeks. I feel like we do that with Jesse Ballard. You know what I mean? Like she's mm. going to come. She comes and she laughs. She'll be yeah. like, you her, need Michael that. Wait, that's so, oh my God, that's you so really fucking do. true. Big laugh. But that Keening is like a huge thing. And it used to be like a really big part of funerals in ireland k-e-e-n i love what you tried though c-a-y-q-u-o-w am i getting close in fourth grade i was eliminated from the spelling bee because the word was unconstitutional and i spelled unconstitution but i think we've since learned spelling bees are ableist so it's kind of like hundred, you got yeah, you know the way there. About, did y'all have the geography be? <laughs> this is how what? I learned how people are secret rich, which is the worst kind of secret something you can be. I it's cheated. Secret fucking rich. I cheated to get you it. Cheated. I cheated to qualify because I just because it reminded me of Survivor. And then I got out on the question, "What is Tibet? <laughs> Where is Tibet?" <laughs> I didn't tell you this. I love the question, Nepal. "What is Tibet?" Though? I think it's that's China. cool. Is it Tibet in Nepal? Do not. We ask both me. look at you. We're like, what's do the not. Ask Boys me. at home, sorry for whoever we offended with all our wrong answers. I literally <laughs> have no idea where it. I know where it is, but I I couldn't like accurately like geolocate it for you with other places. Is Tibet not where the Himalayas are? Tibet, I think, is definitely yes. China. Unless I want to say because mountains, there's like monks who practice in the mountains, right? I Aren't believe. the Himalayas in the South Mount Chile? Everest, isn't that there? Yeah, Chile, Chile. You know no, the person that studied Chile. abroad in Chile. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Vienna. what is a geography bee though? I've never a geography heard bee of this. is a, a basically like a competition where people are asked questions about the in- increase in difficulty about the world. So countries, what's the capital of this state? But then they get to shit. I'm like in I'm in middle school. You know, I want a scholarship at this school. I've not traveled. They ask questions like. Where is the biggest like horse race held in the world? And Kentucky. I, no, it's in Canada or something. Well, there's like, it doesn't matter. There's like another. <laughs> this might be wrong because again, I didn't fucking win this thing. But I remember being so flabbergasted when I turned around <laughs> my thing, which said yes, Texas. Because I was that like, that's an educated guess. I was like, that's schooling. an educated guess because you cowboys. You all have to like, you have like a whiteboard and you turn it Remember around and those? you get eliminated if your answer is incorrect. Uh, and it's not like multiple choice. It's like you have to like volunteer information about fucking me and my which I can't I'm like where what is it where is it and why am I being asked about wait it? I'm barely Classism. older than you but there was definitely a time where the teacher was like well we have whiteboards this year so we'll be using them in instruction and then they, any opportunity to even kind of use a whiteboard no. it was like when they would bring on the whiteboards I, I would act up because loved those you could like you could do it it was kind of like a little bit like texting to me where it was like it's a different mode of communication. Yeah, I'm turning to get it to vote. my friends, putting a little face on it, wiping it off as quick as yeah. possible, showing it back to the teacher yeah. with the right answer. Geography would be do stupid. It was awful. I was just going to say, some people on their whiteboards would do like, if like the answer was like three, they'd do like a really fancy three. Oh, a beautiful three. three. And you're like, okay, Gorgeous. Try hard. This was also, girl, yeah, no, for real. Always a girl. And I'd be like, scratch. <laughs> I'd be scratching in a two and they'd be like, not even close, not even close <laughs> to the right answer. But the geography because we would have qualifiers and it was in your yep. it was in your nor- little class and they would just do yep. like a, a quiz and then you would, and then grade you yourself. would graduate to another yeah in front group. of the whole school and it was in yep. the cafeteria we had to do ours in the chapel oh my god yeah 
For yeah. the circle of mercies, <laughs> time let you know that one. I don't. I do know some hymns though. I'll teach. Oh, wait, teach me a hymn. Um, <coughs> you know this one. Tis a gift to be simple. simple. Tis a, a gift to be free. Tis a gift to be kind. Wait, you do it. I'll harmonize with you. I swear to God, you're gonna cry. It's gonna sound so good. I'm not as good. You're right though. I can help you out though. One time I had a boss that's like, not everyone runs as fast. It's like if you're running a relay race and someone's faster, they're gonna run more. So I'll sing normal and sing hard. You sing normal. I'm gonna watch. Nico likes to watch. Yes. I love to watch him. Hey boys, just so you know, Nico really likes to watch nico likes to watch hymns on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yes do it a gift to be simple, simple tis a gift to be free tis a gift to come down where we are to be and when we find ourselves in a place just right it'll be in the valley of love and love light let us pray i feel like it really worked wait anyway wait i want to describe this to the boys at home that you were giving such a like a perform your eyes were yeah kind of eyes closed like, moving his head so much and august was just like tracking what he was about to do next <laughs> like Mary was like, i can't follow he's unpredictable over there. it's crazy that we have all, all like all kids sing do you know what i mean no i love that i know and then <laughs> at one point they're they, like, like we gotta try we gotta it. see we gotta see we gotta yeah. hope i mean it's true for all things they're like kids could be athletes they could be singers yeah. they're probably they gotta try us out yeah. They, gotta, yeah. You, they gotta let us try different things there is something so like i feel so so i'm a horrible singer i feel very mm. self-conscious about it because i'm like it's like something so ugly coming out of the inside of me. <laughs> Someone can always <laughs> apparently harmonize with you. <laughs> you can always be harmonized with. Yeah. Um, Speaking of harmony. That, yeah. What's a boys club that you are a part of? Okay, I was so excited for this Other one. Than I really thought singers. about it. Thank you so much. Um, okay, my boys club that I am a part of, but it, I also am not a little bit, but I just like, I feel spiritually like I should be elected to this community as a member. Um, funny people with gorgeous sweaters um comedians specifically with awesome sweaters and what i mean is that my collection of sweaters rivals billy crystals in when harry met sally (laughs) wait but i really like your patagonia right now thank you so much i thought that earlier i like a cozy thing and i like to be cozy while being funny mm-hmm. um i want to say chris evans in knives out got a lot of oh, commotion yeah. for his sweaters i'm like i love that and yeah. i love being like a witty little something and having an awesome fucking sweater collection um mr rogers who before being a, a confidant of all children was a major goofball and his sweaters are fucking awesome there is one famous sweater comic and if we're looking for someone to replace him i volunteer his <laughs> tribute let's hope he rocks when it I love when you said <laughs> i'm like going to, to have be comfortable when i'm funny and i like, like to be comfy when i'm funny wait that's like true okay so it i was necessary. actually this is related to the three of us and i was sh- shopping today for what i would wear for the half hour <gasps> And I was like, there's really two ways to go with this. And one is a tight shirt. Yeah. Where I'll be like, 
Like yeah. that all the time. And the other is kind of like an over, like a tee with an oversized over shirt over yes. it and like jeans and boots. And I'm like, that one I'll like there is, feel normal in. You, you want to feel normal. I mean, whatever it is, you just have to feel like fucking edible. In mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, and sometimes in like a cozy sweater, you feel like you're just like going to curl up by a fire or whatever yeah. and just like spy someone across the lodge. And that's a really awesome energy. Yeah, sometimes fun. you want to be in like a little tight little number as you had mm-hmm. expressed Completely. earlier sometimes you want to be in a tight little number because you just strut differently walking down the street and yes. that feels important so i say you can't go wrong either way no it is really it's true it affects where I th- okay i feel like there i have to access to two parts of myself <sighs> please the two wolves well, yes <laughs> tell me your wolves tell me your, what they're wolves both cats do you have? they're both cats <laughs> my two wolves are cats <laughs> <laughs> yes. one is um Polo, talented Mr. Ripley, pants, mm-hmm. loafers, mm. kind of like dressed nice. My ankles are Jude showing. Law. Exactly. And then the other one is the Nike blazers, the jeans, kind of like a, a mm-hmm. hoodie or like a mm-hmm. more like mm-hmm. ex- stereotypically straighter, but I'm for sure gay. Mm. <laughs> Off duty. Confirmed for sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you agree with that? You've seen me in everything. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And both feel. Tr- like who I am. Yeah. I think I'm probably the blazers one with the jeans is probably more like literally physically comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Safer. Yeah. I, I also feel like it depends on the show. Like I, if it's like a hot, fun show, not that they're not all hot and fun, but like, for example, I was on, um, we're not literally all hot and fun. <laughs> I was on Zach and Drew's show and I was like, Oh, I'm going to wear, I'm going to wear like my little tank top to this because yeah. this is oh, a hot yeah. gay sometimes, show sometimes you gotta pluck and you got to do that. Yeah. But then there's other times where I'm like, I'm not showing up to this show in this out. Like that mm. feels, I can't be sexy here right now. Mm. We can't be yeah. doing that. Sometimes though, there's just like nothing better than like, for me, my comedy is like so deeply obscene. There is something that I like about the like dissonance. Where yeah. It's like you show up and I'm wearing my little sweater with like kites on it. I have a sweater that has like, I don't know where it's from, but it's like has embroidered on the front, like slowly unfurling is nature's mysterious design. It's like a duckling. <laughs> and then I get up there and I'm like, yesterday the cock I swallowed was the bananas. And people are like, but you wore such a sweet little sweater. That's so fun. You, know? you have a very sweet face. <laughs> Wait, where do you get your sweaters from? Oh, I'll tell you. Okay, there's an awesome uh, vintage store in Brooklyn. Friends. Yes. Friends BK. Yeah. Yes. It, yes. They give you points if you buy stuff. So you're going to end up getting some free sweaters off the sweaters you buy. One time they did like a book club there. Somebody and it was so famous was just it. there. Oh my God. Just Who? shopping. Malia Obama. <gasps> Malia Obama was there. Malia Obama. I love Malia Obama. I, my roommate once like at my, in college, Malia Obama was like visiting my roommate. This was for the famous game, Harvard, Yale. And Malia went to Harvard <laughs> and I went to Yale and my roommate was there. And Malia was like, I don't know what happened, but basically I walked into my dorm and just was like, oh, hi, Malia Obama. Like she Whoa. was just standing there as regal, gorgeous, and perfect as a yeah. person has ever been. How tall is she? Very. Love us. I think she Malia would, Obama? I think that she would like comedians. I think that she would think that that group of people is interesting. Yeah. And I think she's like, she's funny. She writes for a comedy show, I believe. Wait, she was on the, she was a girl's intern for a minute. And she, I think she wrote for Wait, you're Atlanta, totally right. Right? 
Oh, you're really? Right. Yeah. You're like you're like she's actually picketing right now. <laughs> I'm like, she's probably like yeah, the she's rest WGA of us. WGA strong. But that's why <laughs> she's literally WGA strong. That's probably why she had to go. Finnegan Biden, not Finnegan. No, Finnegan. Who's the Biden girl that was just at someone's college that was crazy? Mm. That just happened. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, what we're describing is the plot of the First Bidens. Daughter with Katie Holmes, Jason Liberty with Mandy Moore. And Love the, it. So it's t- classic tale. Yeah. Told over and over again. Girl in the Oral White tradition. House goes to college. Falls in love with yeah. a ragamuffin who doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in the end, he's love the one prevails. for her. Love, love prevails. Love. Realizing again. I love. Prevails. I I do love um, any sweater that Ebon Kolkarni wears. Have you seen his sweaters? I have yeah. not seen his sweaters. So his mom makes these amazing, knits these sweaters for him. Shut the He's fuck got a up. huge, like Snoopy one. He's got another really oh nice one. Oh my god! Really good sweaters. I love sweaters. There's nothing like a really good sweater. Also, like at a comedy show, someone who's like, who looks like they're comfortable, but they're also just like rocking what they're wearing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it doesn't look like they're just like they're like don't care about the show it looks like they like are comfortable but in something that is so specifically awesome to them that is awesome to me sophia pelton had awesome pants on last night at at, uh purgatory for bridget's show Mm. they were like um um i don't even know what they were made of but they were and they kept like pulling up their shirt a little bit and they had like boxers on underneath that were like showing in and i was like see that's the real reason why a person wears a crazy sweater and a crazy pair of pants is to suggest what might be what might be beneath the surface yeah 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 and there's something about a sweater that holds a person's scent in this way that's really hot that's so true. Right. The fabric really forever. gets it. it yeah. yeah, and like a like a perfume kind of, but also like it traps like cigarette smoke. Also, you know, it really tells a yeah. story. Yeah, we we should sing cardigan. I don't know it. With by Taylor Swift. You really <laughs> We're gonna have to limit like you to I'm three and up. <laughs> We're gonna have I'm to limit you. Wait, wait so you recently got into Swift? It's I did like. mushrooms and I love Taylor Swift. I love Taylor. It's been Swift. like the last six months or so. I yeah. love her. What it, what is your all time favorite Taylor Swift song? Okay, I I don't know. You have to. Uh, he, oh my God, he just short circuited. You have. To. I love her so much. She has. Here, wait. Okay. This is another theory that I have. Please. Taylor Swift. The reason that she is the incredible. Mm. She does, and this is not an original thought. She is constantly reinventing herself in a way where her music truly feels apples to oranges. Like, but she's mm. the best. Like, everything is the best at what it is. Like, 1989 is the best. 1989 lovers, the best oh lover. Oh my god! Whereas, like a Carly Rae Jepsen, even an Adele, some would say, mm. I like Adele. Charlie XCX. Charlie, they're oftentimes they're doing an iteration of the same they thing. They are perfecting something they began so long ago as totally. opposed to inventing something new with each completely new in a way that sometimes for some of them feels like oh. I really liked that thing before mm, mm-hmm. and this is that, but feels less because I don't have the emotional connection. Interesting. Whereas Taylor Swift's like, here's a whole nother fucking thing. And the only through line is really nice lyrics and really good melodies and perfect bridges. Mm-hmm. Perfect bridges. Perfect so, bridges. but okay. When you are like, when you're like, if you, if, if there were, if an alien came to you and said, give me th- who is Taylor Swift? Give me three Taylor Swift songs so that I, I can love, understand this. I wish you would. I think I wish you would is so fun to okay. you know that song. I would say if I was going to give an alien three Taylor Swift songs, I would give them Karma. No, you have to let me answer. Wait, I love you. I just <laughs> wanted to guess to show that I know I don't want to be influenced. Okay, I would give um, Picture to Burn. Yes. You're gay. You got it. That's the one where she says you're gay. But that was like yeah. the original like one where I was like I like I feel like that was one of the first yeah. songs of hers I heard. Um yeah. or our our song. Our song. Probably uh, our I think song. It's I'm going to replace our song. song. And then um 
what's the big one off of 1989? Blank space. Shake it off. Blank space. Bad blood. Wildest kind of dreams. Bad blood. Mm. Wildest dreams. Maybe. Style. Oh. A style might be one of mine. See, now that we're listening, I'm like, there's a lot of good it's ones. Just incredible. Shit. Incredible. All right, so think. so far I'm just showing our song, and you're only committed to that one because mm, that feels like the original Taylor Swift. Yeah, song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. And I guess, and then we'll figure out whatever her last sentence. If I were to say who she is now, that is also kind of contains the multitudes of who she was. I'm gonna say Gold Rush. Oh, I like Gold Rush. Gold Rush feels like it is melodically influenced by you know the like cool, fun, experimental stuff she's doing now. I can imagine it as a country song on the original Taylor Swift album. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a great point. It does feel like a timeless one. It's timeless. If you if you changed the like heavy bass to banjo, we would remember it as an R song. We'd remember there's such intimacy to to the way that she sings in that song. Yeah. Yeah. My second song is might be true what you just said. What it could have should have. I love what it could have should have. And I hate John Mayer. I don't even know anything about him, but I hate. Oh, maybe maybe all too well would be on mine too. Since it was such a big moment, and since it did transcend those different times, it was like a a throwback that took on a whole new life. Yeah, Yeah. in the past year or so. Yeah, Uh yeah. I wish she would. Would have, could have, should have. And then my third one, but I'm gonna I'm gonna change them every time. Is, yeah. <laughs> is um mm, I love haunted, obviously. Yeah. Haunted, of course I love haunted. I, I think there's gotta be a back to December in the mix. Love. Because oh, it's that one is more of like her old like back storytelling that has a beginning, middle, and end. Uh-huh. Now she's kind of like taking us to different scenes of a life. And back in the day, it was, it was. like, here's where we started. Wait, the day so we met, right. the Wait. day it ended, and the day I decided I wanted to What's the one yeah. in the window when she's like, I'm the girl you... You belong with me. You belong with me. Yeah. You're on the phone with your girlfriend. She's upset. God, she's got some hits. Yeah, I mean, she does. She's a hit machine. She's a hit machine. Do you remember in Style she's where one she's, one of the, the she's are like, one of the best to do it? Go. I love Style. I, I love, love Style where she, the, the guy says to her... Um, what, no, he says, what you heard is true, babe, but I can't stop thinking about you, babe. And then she says, I've been there a few times. And I'm not making it sound as sexy <laughs> as it is in the song, but in the song, you're like, I it's yeah. so hot. Uh, I really rappers. can't believe, as big as she is, she should be bigger. I know. You think? How much bigger can a person get? I just, I do feel, though, that, like, if there was a man who had been putting out this many hits, mm. he would be referred to as a genius and a god. Now, in a way that I don't think she quite, I think her fans certainly do, but I don't think she quite has that, like, Beatles, yeah. Rolling Stones kind of, like, grasp I on I have to say that. The I world. have to say. I was thinking about Michael Jackson on yeah. the way over here. Mm. And the discography, which I don't know. I'm like, it might be fewer overall albums than Taylor Swift. I don't know that for sure, but I'm just like thinking about when I scroll yeah. on their thing, I see more Taylor Swift singles, this, this, features, da, 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 than yeah. I see of Michael Jackson. Um, <clears throat> but there is, when I think about people like the Beatles, when I think about people like Michael Jackson, when I think about Prince, mm. I am thinking, you just made a sound I have never heard before. That's a good point. And I think it's so hard to do that in mm-hmm. 20... I, I even feel this way about comedy where I'm like, I feel like so much of comedy is either being like the first person to say it or to say something in a particular way for the first time anyone's ever heard it said like that. Not necessarily something no one's ever known but just the first time it's said in that way. And I feel like it's getting harder and harder to do that in a way that's really challenging and fun. But given that we have 
Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, mm-hmm. like someone might have already kind of like hinted at the idea you're trying to hint at. Um, so it's probably hard with music to put notes together in a way that has not been done. But I was listening to Remember the Time by Michael Jackson like a couple days ago. Sorry, I'm admitting that I listened to this person's music and I don't know if the boys are going to cancel me. But Wait, I haven't heard that that's cancelable. I, ho- I hope it isn't, but I know that he- I know a lot of things. I've watched the documentaries, but We're I listened here to, to say Remember that this the is Time. Not a cancelable act. Okay, <laughs> I listened to Remember the Time and I was like, if I had been sitting in a bar when this song came out, you would have had to call the police on me. <laughs> like I would have acted yeah. up so fucking yeah. feral immediately within True. like the first 20 seconds of the song. And I love T swizzle, but I don't know if I've heard a song that makes me want to bust down and get arrested. So that's yeah. a, that's a fair point. And also what you said about the original sound, like I think she d- is a really good artist, but, I, I won't. I won't disparage her in front of. I me. I love her. Wait. I love. I think she is doing melodically inventive things. I'm saying Prince is is yeah. not something that's been replicated. <laughs> no, none of this has been. When we went to, to Nation, when we went to I Nation. New Orleans and we were at that that Mardi Gras ball thing, there was a band there and they were singing all kinds of covers of all kinds of songs and mm-hmm. they were doing a great job until they tried to do a Michael Jackson song and it was like. You're not gonna you just do can't do it. You can't. You can't. It, like, you, can't you just do can't. It. And you can try. And there's been like attempts, but those attempts have to be with the purpose of doing a, doing a cover. You know, completely it has to be, different. We're tr- we're doing our attempt of a different, a different, we're yeah. a jazz blah blah. Yeah, this is country version of Michael this Jackson's lyrics. This is a country lyrics. cover. Yeah. This is Florida Georgia Line <laughs> takes on. Okay, do you think that Whitney Bad. Houston falls into the same category vocally? Here's the thing about Whitney Houston that we have to remember, which is why I think she is one of the most epic performers and singers of her lifetime and ours. No auto-tune. Starts at, what, 19? And came in with vocal power that now people are relying on so much else. But, like, the reason that, um, what's it called, that, uh, like, national anthem, I think, was so fucking crazy Mm. is because we all knew, and this was just, like, true of all music, though, that, like, that's what she sounds like. Like, that's her. There's, I mean, her voice was just completely out the gate beyond and i feel that i mean i think about like aretha franklin like Mm -hmm. she was discovered in a church she was just like a 14 year old who with no embellishments no bells no whistles could bring people to their knees yeah and that's pretty hard to find i think that that's like another category it's like every like once every like couple decades we find like a voice that is just like so unbelievably better than everybody else that it's like it doesn't even really matter if melodically they're doing yes, anything it inventive, it's like that voice it's is your voice. It. Like Whitney Houston, her music is amazing, but let us all remember that I Will Always Love You is a cover. It's a cover of Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. No. Literally. Oh, my God. I didn't and even know that. And the thing that makes it different, it's crazy. not the music, it's not the lyrics, it's not. It's that, that 
that the voice, voice mm-hmm. did that. And we, I, I mean, Dolly Parton, probably my favorite artist of all time. And even she was like, that's Whitney's song. Like yeah. I wrote it, I brought it into the world, but she made it what it needed to be. It's like respect for the Dolly Parton. She's always like, she's, she's being never right. wrong. She's being right about stuff. She's all always the time. on the right side mm-hmm. of history. And she's so old. That's a lot of history yeah. to be on the right side yes. of. And totally. you said that that might be why Miley Cyrus is such an incredible person. She is. seems mm-hmm. like well adjusted because of Dolly Parton. Yeah. I think. That she's oh, doing she's okay. had that guiding light. I think she has like a good I would influence. That. Yeah. I would so that's believe how I, that. From the, yeah. That's my, my, what I think. <laughs> that's yeah. my, what I think. Miley <laughs> said, she's like, <laughs> I podcast. might be a hillbilly, but I'm not a liar. And I'm like, fuck yeah, Miley, good for you. I, I love agree. Miley. Oh, love oh, Miley. I we, love my Have girl. you watched her singing her backyard? No, I haven't You've seen gotta it. You've got to watch backyard sessions. I'll give you my dad's Disney Plus login. <laughs> What's the password? Give it to me right now. It's, um. No, don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to get your It's Disney's on the tip of his tongue right now. I don't want to say it so bad. Um, um, my last question for you, our last question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank you. Mm-hmm. My podcast, our podcast <laughs> is, what is a boys club you wish to see in the world? Okay. This is a boys club that exists, um, but I want it to become for um, our community. Um, I wanted to have the life and success that farmers markets have had. And that is book clubs. I want more book clubs. I feel like book clubs are very popular in other places, but I want them to be like virally sensational. I want people to be like, Oh, you're not a part of a book club. Like, yeah. Oh, you, you need to be in a book club (sighs) and I want book clubs to take on identities. I want, I want, I just like, maybe this is also just me being like, I want to read more, but I want many options for like the vibe of a reading community. And so I'm like, we need to be making more book clubs. That's my boys club I would like to see out in the world. And I think actually book clubs are not a boys club. Seems kind of like a girls club to me. Well, boys clubs can be... They don't have to be they can aligned just with be boy gender. Something awesome that, that has to. There needs to be like more Lily of it. Pulitzer is a boys club. Yeah, anything that is like oh, has like cool. it's like it's got an exclusivity to it, or like there's a club nature to it. Yeah. Okay. Club yeah, club. and I but I want yeah I want the book clubs to be like a little bit exclusive where it's like. I don't know. It kind of takes on like a yeah. vibe and intimacy, a life of its own. I like like there's politics involved in like who's picking the books. Like I want this right. Shouldn't we start a fucking book club? With I someone in Fort awesome. Green. We could host it in Fort Green. <laughs> yes. And have dinner Because I love yeah. Fort Green Park. Oh my God. That's yes. My and have dinner park. parties. That's my favorite park. Yes. Wait, do you yes. love Fort Green Park? I just was there. You saw my oh, story. Oh, I sure And it's awesome. I love it. It's I go beautiful. There. I go there a lot. But I'm like, summers. Imagine if you're like, everybody's like, oh, because the thing is also with the writer's strike, who knows when there's going to be another extremely bingeable series that Mm -hmm. people are being paid fairly for yeah so we need to be like thursdays we're going to a book club and you gotta read it dude yeah you gotta fucking read it and you're gonna love it and i want more book clubs i love the idea because i feel like often when people are in a book club say i didn't read it and it's like that's okay and i'm like no you gotta come prepared to be like what the fuck yeah (laughs) i'm also just like i'm also just like i want there to be like I want there to just be like vibes. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I want people to be like, I'm learning about you through the way that you're talking about these characters yeah. and the way that school used to be where it was yes. like, yes, yes, oh my yes. God, like these books, like I remember, I actually, what I, what I was thinking about was the reason I like this is because I remember when 
me and my um, classmates basically unionized to get our moms to let us read the Twilight books because we were like so th- you know th- there was like some horny stuff in there <laughs> there was like some yeah. bad stuff and yeah me and my buddies were like we need to read these books You're it is right. critical for our development and I remember like going home reading as much as I could until I fell asleep and coming back in and being like oh my god like literally what Jacob just did is gonna like it just it's gonna be our whole afternoon is discussing this yeah and it was so thrilling Percy Jackson felt that way Mm -hmm. Maximum Ride felt that way if you're a real one with severe identity problems (laughs) that's the book you were reading James Patterson and so I'm like, let's run into each other on the train and be like, you and me, because we live so close together. I know. And be like. I saw August running for the train today three hours ago. <laughs> and failed to mention I looked actually exquisitely gorgeous. That's kind of why you wrote that. You looked gorgeous. <laughs> and I was awesome. like, you are not going to make that train. <laughs> did you make and that I train? Don't, I don't think I did. There's no, nothing like, like so humanizing like trying to run to a train, not getting it and being yeah. like, I'm not upset about this. No, I yeah. saw that. You kind of just have to like stop and like look around and make eye contact with someone on the train. Who's been yeah. watching you. I mean, the guy's so chill. humiliating. It's to be, so yeah. humiliating. I missed it. Being out of me breath <laughs> in public is like, Oh my God. Yeah. Like, why am I talking about myself so much right now? It's how <laughs> I feel when I'm breathing heavily. <laughs> totally. And yeah. It feels like telling them something inappropriate about totally. myself. Wait, I really do want to be in a book club. Okay, when I was a child, Start my mom was club. in a book club. Let's start it. And I would sit there with my legs crossed and eat an apple and pretend that I was in a book club. Mm. <laughs> That's what I perceived that was. Yeah. And you know what I actually heard? And I'm going to butcher this fact. And also it was told to me by a person who uh, a lot of the articles are TikToks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's not actually stake our lives on this but i was told that in communities where there is more gossip there are fewer serial killers <gasps> so let's get the book clubs going and the streets will be, be safe, safe. Woo! okay i <laughs> love that <laughs> and when i okay so i read more a little gossip, life less march. serial killers a little life was my march book and then oh, in april a little I life. The Great don't Believers. talk to me about it wait did you read it i have read it okay when i was reading wait don't sh- spoil anything i, I, really you gotta I already read forgot it. your spoilers you gotta read it so don't say but you gotta you won't. gotta have Do a you friend take it home today, actually i think i'll probably take it in july when, when i'm on I vacation see, when i see people on the train with whimsical ass tattoos reading a little life i'm like i really need you to like yeah I need you to have a support system in place. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what's funny is your lover boy tattoo. If I get a 1989 boy tattoo, tattoo, it would co-opt the meaning of yours <laughs> in this horrible way. It'd be the meanest thing I could do. It'd be so. That would be people evil. would think I'm a huge into in the uh, into the yeah. lover album. That would be so fucked. Yeah, that would be fucked. You guys could never be seen in the same place. I know. We'd have to. We'd again. have to disband the whole Ever podcast. Would be in shambles. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then you guys get to go on like a reunion tour. I have a burn, burn, yeah. burn tattoo from On the Road by Jack Kerouac. Did you read On the Road? I did not. It might be too late, and that's okay. Okay. People are always like, "Oh, like Ellie Goulding." No, I love like Ellie fucking, I, if We all love her. We're not gonna put her on our bodies. Like that's crazy. <laughs> Wait, burn, burn, burn. We've got to let it burn. Burn, burn. She has one song that I'm obsessed with. That's um about. Oh God, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it, but I used to like it was just so good. I okay. really liked Outside as a victim. Do you know that song? I don't. This is what it feels like. Now I'm, I'm on, on the, the outside. outside. Ellie Golding and Natasha Bedingfield. I feel like love Natasha Bedingfield. I love 
Natasha Bedingfield. Unwritten These words, unwritten. Do you know wild I horses? I easily wild horses. <laughs> wild yeah, because horses. literally if I think about the movie Flicka for more than 20 seconds, I will burst into convulsive <laughs> Wait, sobs. I, tell you something. I love Flicka. Wild horses I used to listen to in high school. And I, I was thinking this, it's not a joke because it would be offensive, but the, the line between suicide ideation and main character syndrome is thin. It's literally, <laughs> it's like, made of thin. sand. It's, thin it's a sandy, it's sandy. Thin. That it's is like, so fucking uh, funny. It's a dotted line. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like I just do there is, but it's also kind of like, oh, are we about to get dark as fuck? Yeah. There is kind of like, it's like suicidal ideation, but it's also just like, you are just experiencing something extreme. You know what yeah. I mean? Where you're listening to those songs and she's like, I bruise easily. Like my heart is a map. What is it? My body's a map where my heart has been. And I'm like, it's so just, it's so intense. And to hear that and be 18 years old, like yeah. let, like 16 years old. And yeah. In this town where you're, you're just like, going to have extreme thoughts and feelings when you're listening yeah. to that kind of extreme stuff. And you do want something big and crazy to happen to if you. A little bit. Young, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, my little sister, my one of my favorite stories to tell about this child is that, um, so this is like me blowing up my whole family spot, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> but, um, so my mom and dad had, they divorced and there was like some questions about, you know, um, faithfulness. Mm. And so, but my mom, this is like the early 2000s. She like doesn't know how to use the computer to like check and everything. So she <laughs> says to my little sister who's on the computer all the time, which is so inappropriate to make a child do this. She's like, you get online, you go on the computer and you look on there and you see if there's anything bad that your dad is doing crazy thing. Whoa. to do. And my little sister is like, okay, cool. So she goes out of the room and she goes to the laptop and she looks on the laptop and she comes back like 10 minutes later and my mom's like what did you find and um Mark was like yeah there's like nothing about him cheating it's mainly just uh videos of august recording herself singing if i die young <laughs> <laughs> and i was like no, you little bitch that's like so funny. why could you not just say you didn't find anything <laughs> you didn't have to say that whenever you guys leave the house i record myself Singing if I die. <laughs> on photo booth. That's so fucking on funny. On photo booth, there's like 30 covers Did of Did they me. ever make it to you? That's amazing. No. No, but I was like, you did not have to give that detail. That you is so. You did not so have to say that. <laughs> so funny. It's such a beautiful song, and it's so rare for a song to really say yeah, what it means. It really and does. That's nice. That's it really so does. fucking funny. I love that. It really does. I love that. Anyway, um, let me find that video. I'll send it to you Yeah, guys please. We'll link it to it in the show. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. I'm also last thing I'll say about bo- uh, book clubs. Please, I would love a book club because I was I was an English major in school and I like oh, were you? really miss that. Like, you're you're so right when you're like you can really learn so much about a yes. person from the way they talk about yes. what they're reading. Yes. Um. Obviously, anybody way you talk about art is going to reveal what you're seeing in it. But yes. I miss being in situation. Like I miss talking about that kind of stuff. Yes, and it felt so personal to mm-hmm. like get to the climax of a book with other people yeah. and come into class the next day be like, and be Whoa. like, Oh, we all like, we all for 30 minutes at random points last night, we were all thinking about the same thing, Yeah, which just feels so awesome. And I think it's like part of the thing that's so like connecting about TV, but like with books, it's also so crazy. Cause you can just like flip b- back to that page over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And just like, I think the other thing about, a book club that is awesome is 
me personally, I would rather die than have small talk with anyone again for the rest of my life. <laughs> and you got you get in there, you don't know everybody that well, but you don't have to be like manufacturing stuff. You can just literally off the bat be like, "So what did you think?" Yeah, and like you don't have to pretend to Wait, care about so people's Zoom. Right. Yeah, you don't have to care. Wait, you can just say. I feel like book clubs are for falling in love. And that is the, that's really what we want You're to like, happen. You're like, I think his motivation was this. And then someone across is like, you think that? No, like, no, no. Okay, actually, I'm getting chills. I'm getting shivers. Do not give me a new maladaptive daydream to launch today. Because it, I really, I have such a susceptible imagination. To date I'm a person freak out. Who, who reads and dreams. Oh, oh. Wow. Never have I ever dated a person who reads Never and dreams. Never have I ever felt uh. this way before <laughs> so when I was reading A Little Life there were so many times kind of like in music where you go to genius.com to look up the lyrics yes. and a little like be I'm like always in the lyrics and there's so many fucking ads I'm yes, always so like, oh what are yes. like, the words they've never updated the website the not ever no, that, like, that website was in 2004 2004 that MySpace that original but it is it. when I was reading a book I would go on Reddit and be like why did so and so do this because like and it, it's exciting. The debates. Yeah, it's the, rare to like have someone to like discuss that with. Yeah. Yes, I I remember reading um, Percy Jackson in Love middle those. school, and um, me and my buddies, my I had these two friends, Wesley and Sam, and we were all like so deeply psychologically influenced by these books and i don't remember exactly what happened but like one time we were running a cross-country race together and we got so distracted talking about percy jackson that we like got lost (laughs) in the cross-country thing and we Mm. ran in the wrong place and they were like where are like it's been 25 minutes it was a mile mile. (laughs) where did you go like we would just spend hours and hours talking about like are Percy and Annabeth going to get together like Tyson mm-hmm. and oh my God. Okay. This is also, there was one character named Talia who wore a leather jacket yeah. and I asked my mom for a leather jacket and she said leather jackets were suggestive and uh. adult. So I wasn't allowed to wear it, but I had a Navy blue raincoat <laughs> that I would wear every single day because I was like, this is basically my leather jacket. <laughs> I love and now that. I'm Talia, daughter of Zeus. Making so get into the lemons there, like, yeah. Where, where does she go? <laughs> where does she go? <laughs> <laughs> she does this. I love that. <laughs> oh. um, amazing. August, before we wrap up, do you want to yes. plug your oh socials or anything coming up? Hell yeah. I am on um, Instagram and Twitter as at August White. And, um, yeah, I've got some shows coming up in New York. I'm also going to be headlining at the Red Room uh, in uh, Cap City in Austin, Texas, August 4th and 5th. So tell your Texas friends to come through. And um, I love you. I'm addicted to you. Um, I hope everything you ever wanted good to happen to you does and yeah thanks for having me amazing and like we said at the beginning august will be on our half hour at you littlefield on june 27th so please come right see us there um all right we'll get out of here on a smooch one two three what's up boys at home thank you so much for listening to our podcast boys club connor where can they find you on instagram at connor janda c-o-n-o-r janda is panda with a j and you can follow me at nico carney n-i-c-o-c-a-r-n-e-y you can follow us both at boys club comedy on instagram uh, and we have a live show. Our live show is at Club Coming, typically on the last Friday of the month. And it is always the two of us and some of our favorite funny people. And we'd love to see you there. Yeah, often people from the podcast. So come check those out. Uh, if you live in New York, we'd love to see you there. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. <laughs>